This week on No Books, we're going to talk about all the injuries to the 49ers, the Week 2 win versus the New York Jets, and looking forward to Week 3 against the New York Giants. Let's roll. What's up, you 49er freaks? Dan here, and I'm with my boy Andre. And uh, Andre, it's been, it's been a tough week. And how are you doing? I'm doing good now. Uh, Sunday was not good at all, but I'm doing good yeah. now. Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm a little, you know, I can't help but being bummed. I mean, there's, you know, outside of outside of football, not to relate anything outside of football to that, but there's so much continued bad news on top of injuries this week. There's, you know, Brianna Taylor and the cops not getting indicted. You have COVID surging again. You have Ginsburg who died. And then you also have Donald who says, you know, he may or may not leave office depending on how he feels. Right? <laughs> it's like, eh, I mean, good. I don't know. It depends how it goes. It would be like me going to try to play blackjack going, I'm not going to make a bet until you show me your hand. Like, <laughs> once I know I'm winning or losing, I'll make a decision. So whatever. But I, I, I had a nice gift given to me this week. You know, as we, as we know now, no books is uh, uh, named that way for a reason because, you know, behind us, we don't have – a full spectrum of books to prove over uh, Skype or Zoom how smart we are on CNN or Fox News. But, uh, you know, I did get a book. Um, I do like to read. <laughs> and uh, it was called uh, Bullshit Job. And Sounds it, good. Yeah, it was an absolute bummer. <laughs> I was like, I decided to do reading, some reading, maybe learn something new. And it's, it essentially talks about how 90% of all jobs and everything we've ever done is completely worthless in our lives. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, I've had like 40 jobs. I already know they're completely worthless. I already know my life is worthless. I don't need a reminder of it. It's like, I, I wish you would have handed me a parking ticket. I would have, I would have been felt better reading a parking ticket than that. But, um, you know, outside of those, those stressful things, uh, you know, there is good news. What is it? Robert Kraft, the case against Robert Kraft was dropped today. Oh. Glad to see. <laughs> glad to, we knew that was going to happen. It's glad to see that money and fame still don't drive the judicial system. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't even get it out. So funny, but uh, you know, fortunately for Kraft, though, this is just another happy ending. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'm so, sure he's. I'm sure he's got clean hands. That that, that guy's a straight shooter. Yeah, of course he has clean hands because he hires women to do it for him. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> they use their hands. <laughs> All right, but anyways, uh, good good job, Robert Kraft. Way to spend ten billion dollars <laughs> to get out of jail. But anyways, let's uh, let's uh, let's have to. Well, let's let's talk about injuries. I don't even want to. It's so hard <laughs> watching film this week. It was like. Ugh. Where do, you be, where do you want to begin? You, you, you tell me. I, I mean, we, <laughs> oh, I read off the injury report today, and I was like, this would be a great team. <laughs> <laughs> you could take the injury report, and I'd be like, damn, we're going to start up a, new, a fresh team. I was looking at the injury report, and uh, for the New York Giants, I see uh, Adrian Colbert listed i was like no wait i think you got to move him up to the oh oh he doesn't play for the niners anymore i forgot <laughs> but he is he is listed i'm looking at it he's he's listed as a quad injury so might as well we, maybe maybe he has a hangnail at home or something <laughs> but uh yeah injuries uh 
uh, post-mortem, the injuries just, uh, they decimated the team and uh, just Continue going. Continue to decimate this team. Yeah. Um, people that we even have D Ford who was listed as injured for the game wound up getting even more injured. <laughs> it what, went from his what, went, went from his neck to his back. What, did you try try to lift up his bag in the overhead <laughs> bin or something? Why did he get injured? <laughs> I thought Juwan Jennings takes care of all that stuff. Oh my god! All right. Anyway, um, so if you want to start there with the injuries from from the game or where yeah, we're at we yeah we have we have to we have to. Well, obviously the the the, the one is uh, Nick Bosa. Yeah, yeah, that's that one the, that one crushed that's me. The stinger, bro, that's yep. the stinger. So going back yeah. to was it last week? You said that if I wore the jersey and he got hurt, that you would hang me in front of Chuck yeah, and Cheese. I, uh, I maybe said that, maybe I didn't. Trying not to bring it up. <laughs> so uh, now the jersey is archived in the rest of the 49ers that are either injured, in, <laughs> in <laughs> traded, or in jail. Um, <laughs> or jail. Like you, see, you see behind me. Yep, Montana Trust, this week. Trusty Gotta Joe. Classic. <laughs> Hopefully, but, hey, hey, Joe, if you're listening to this, or if anyone knows where <laughs> Joe Montana is and has has his number, just tell him to be a little extra careful this week. All right. <laughs> Andre's wearing a jersey, so Freaking. be a little, be a little careful what you're doing around town. Damage plan. I should have wore Frank Gore jersey. You should have, but I don't wish bad on any player. <laughs> yep. So, uh, well, we have to, we have to talk a, a little bit about that that Bosa play because okay. you know, unfortunately, you know, I watched it maybe five, six, seven times over and over again, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe share something with you in my opinion that that is counterintuitive. So, you remember the play? It's uh, you know mid toward the latter half of the first quarter. And they are running uh, just a, a really kind of a vanilla run up the middle between the tackles. And, and what you see is Bosa on the right side of the field, and he's getting chipped and blocked by a tight end. So normally, you know, a, a tight end, he's going to ragdoll around. And sometimes when you're dealing with an athlete that's not um, what you're used to dealing with as far as like a left tackle that's six foot eight and 350 pounds, mm-hmm like what he's been going up against camp this whole time and Trent Williams, you lose some of your, uh, you, you lose some technique. And so you see him like kind of flapping around and moving his hands, trying to get this fly out of the way. And, and he just oversteps, like really over moves toward the inside with his left, left uh, leg. And you can see him then tw- that's the move that, that got him. And then he twists from there, and then he gets fall on it. But at that point, he's he's done for the season. So it is it it's counterintuitive to think that if he would have been blocked by their tackle, that may not have happened. Is that making sense to you? You kind of yes. So you're saying you're saying you're not saying this that he went eighty five percent versus no. 110%. It, has, it has nothing to do. He goes one hundred and ten or whatever. Every single play has nothing to do with engine. It has everything to do with sometimes, like, you just get off. Like, you're dealing with with a lesser athlete, and you're not dealing with that huge athlete where you're just yeah. – every you're, you're planned every single play to try to protect yourself a little more. I just don't think if he's up against a larger offensive lineman, he oversteps that play or over 
uh, tries to move toward the inside and, and tries to, to make that tackle. Um, yeah. So I, I know it's counterintuitive, but, you know, a lot of times it, it'll happen when you, you play a lesser athlete, you know, sometimes you just think I can get by with my athleticism and this time he, he got caught. I haven't heard that perspective. That's a, that's a new one. That's a new one. Okay. That's, well, a, that's a new one. Uh, all, all I've heard is enjoy that for the next year while he's rehabbing. Okay. All I heard is it's the turf, the turf, the turf. Well, it's the, look that it's, I mean, that turf did look a little sticky. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know how they did their pregames and what they decided from uh, a coaching and equipment perspective, because Maybe their cleats were a little long. Um, yeah, and that's I did, generally I, what it is. I did hear that chatter on uh, sports talk radio talking about wearing cleats versus wearing shoes. And I was, I was, I liked what Dante Whitner was actually talking about. Um, said, absolutely not. You, you would have to wear cleats on something like that. But yeah. the amount of rubber that gets dumped into that to make it feel like grass. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could really see it spitting up on the uh, during the game, like when they would slide around and stuff. There, you know, there was personally, I think there was just an unfortunate uh, accident that happened to yeah. both him and Asali. But yeah. um, Solly, two plays later, yeah. moves to the outside on a, a it looks pretty vanilla and kind of gets put on his back, and it like n- neither injury you went, oh wow, like this is. You know, Alex Smith. It, right? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the Joe Theismann type of oh, you know, damn, right. he's done. Um, so with that said, hopefully these guys can can do. I mean, I feel so bad for Solly too because he's worked his butt off this season, this off season, and he's coming in great shape. He seems quicker, a little more active, uh, at least in these first couple of games. And now, you know, to put I him know. on the pine again, it's like, oh, come on. And it's, is and this contract here for him? <laughs> I was going to say, it automatically goes to the business mm. where you start, you start seeing the reports are, will Solly be back with the 49ers? Uh, it's like, it's one, one hell of a way to end I, your 49ers. I hate, yeah, I hate to see yeah, anybody have to go through that. So I didn't know that Bosa tore his ACL in high school. I didn't, I never read that part before. He's, he's had, he's yeah. had, his, look at it this I way. Know, his muscle and his brains work on a different level than his ligaments and his knees and all the little things that right. run together, right? Okay, and let me let me say this. With exactly what you said, like Bosa is supposed to be in the best condition that he's been in in his, in his you know, he, football. He looks fo- like an absolute sprinter every football time career. off the ball. Yeah. These guys, and that's that, this, is the, this is the thought that I had, you know, two, three years ago, whatever, going into today, how the sport has become faster. These guys are bigger, faster, yeah. stronger. Yep. If I, if we should get a scientist on the show or some sort of sports physician to actually tell us if like you can strengthen the body, you can get big, you can get fast, but your ligaments, they don't get yeah. any stronger. Yeah. They are what they are. So yeah. these, these guys are freaking, you know, sprinting around, wrestling, max, pound max people. pressure every play. Max the, pressure. The, the, the shit's going to bust. But I was actually surprised that from 2000, I think it was 2010 to 2020, the amount of ACL tears, they're like off the charts. They're not getting any higher. They have, they've actually kind of plat, plateaued around 50. But right now, 
you know, we've got, I think they said every team averages one and a half per year. Now the Niners are already at two. So that sucks. Uh, I mean, Dr. Andrews is, is getting rich off the 49ers the last two years, you know? <laughs> He's not doing How many knees can he repair? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, you got Bosa. You got Solly. You had Tevin Coleman. You had uh, Mostert. And then we had uh, Greenlaw get hurt. And yeah. then, of course, uh, Mr. Jimmy. You want you want to go Jimmy? You want to go JG right now? Well, the one thing I didn't want to go before before we go any further with the whole injury thing, I thought was very interesting. What I heard from that was listening to Dante Hitner, uh, Whitner, whatever. But the process and getting up to week one of going from uh, going from you know practicing in shorts to a helmet, yeah. and then yeah. the next week you go to soft pads. The next week you go to helmet and soft pads. The next week you go from helmet, mm-hmm. soft pads, shoulder pads to, you know, full pads and then contact and then hitting the floor. All this stuff is spread out over, you know, two months. And then you go into preseason where the, your starters are taking, you know, whatever, you know, 15 snaps, what have yeah. you. Yeah, limited snaps here and there. Yeah. All that process makes complete sense to get to the point to where they're supposed to be today. And none of that, none of that really happened. And it was just compressed. They never really had live hitting. At least the Niners did not. Some teams True. did. And maybe the Giants would feel the same way with Saquon Barkley too. But, <laughs> um, you know, are we going to be the team that goes, hey, we need to bring back preseason? No. And and to that point, I say, like, okay, the shit happened and it, it sucked. But now sitting here on Thursday, I'm like, all right, you know what? We got the Giants. We got Mullins. Let's roll. Let's roll Mullins. All right. So let, let's talk Jimmy G. I was very critical on Jimmy G last week. <laughs> no. Right? Oh, I was. But this week, that first half, man, I was really impressed with how he gutted it out. And, you know, I, what was it last week? I said he needed to show some grit. He really showed some grit this week. And I truly believe if it wasn't 21 to 3, you know, maybe he had a chance to finish that game because you're already loose. You're warmed up. But, you know, twenty-one to three. You got a, I got a decent backup who knows your system. You yeah, know, I, I can understand why Kyle um, made that decision. You know, did he practice today, Jimmy? Yeah, no, he's. I don't think he's ruled out. But uh, Mull- no, yeah. Mullins is Mullins is playing. Uh, but with Jimmy, I was you know big Jimmy fan here. Uh, what is he? Fourteen to sixteen. 87% completion, yeah. 100, 131 mm-hmm. yards, two touchdowns, no picks, 140.1 passer rating. Yep. He had the one bad pass at the goal line that was almost picked. It was kind of knocked away. Yeah. And, and they went right back, right they went yeah, right, right back, back to, to him. Yeah. The most um, the most yeah. the most impressive the most impressive pass was the deep ball to Bourne. It was right freaking there and Bourne dropped it. But then and he was he was getting some heat. He was getting some heat in the pocket at the time. Yeah, I mean, he, um, he stood. And he had a he stood. He in had there. a guy rushed him right in his face. So yep. we're on the same page with that. That was a, a really impressive, um, gutsy performance in the first half. I thought. So if it's a preseason tight game, Jimmy played fantastic, and <laughs> but every everyone's out. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> happens. Uh, but and then, but and then again. Then again, it was the Jets. That's what they should have done, and they did. Yeah. Good teams kick 
bad teams asses and they did but jimmy jimmy looked a hell of a lot better and uh he got his ass kicked man. i mean the offensive line <laughs> offensive yeah, line beat up a little bit offensive line let him get hit a lot so Good. well you know the play when you watch the play where he actually gets hit right and it's a low play that's that's got to be a flag am i right i mean isn't that the new rule you go you can't touch a quarterback like me and below yeah isn't that a, a 15 yard yeah but more worrying and concerning as that is, so you have a, a defensive tackle going against uh, Lake and Tomlinson. And he's one-on-one. He's in good position. He's up in a zero position on him, which is face-to-face. And he gets over his skis. A cla- like it, it's a, I wouldn't say an amateur move, but you see it more in like college and in high school than you see in the pros. Usually they have a little better balance. But you watch the play, and he's, he's on his toes, and he's, he's – he's, He's really being aggressive. And when you're that aggressive as an offensive lineman and, and they're going to be in the pass, in a pass play and it's not a run, mm. if you're getting all that pressure, the easiest way to get off of that pressure is just swip, keep them going in that way, right? So he kind of got ripped forward. His momentum kept going forward. And then he got, just, he got, he got burned around the right-hand side, tried to recover, and at that point, you know, Jimmy's got a tear in his eye. So, <laughs> unfortunately, it was a it was an ugly play from a, a guard perspective. Well, heal up, Jimmy. Get, <laughs> get well, get, buddy. Get well soon. You know, uh, Mullins, you know, what can you say about Mullins? I mean, he came in. He's such a gutsy little performer, right? And he, he, he has something with Bourne. You notice him and Bourne. I even, um, I think it was a year and a half ago, or you know, in the following season, they had a little, yeah, a little bit of a connection. And he seems like he seems like you know something that Jimmy doesn't have with Bourne yet. So I don't know what that what that comes from or what that's about, um, because you're not getting number one snaps. Uh, Mullins is not getting number one looks in, in practice, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, but. I think uh, Mullins knocked off the rust. Yeah, he got he got spanked a couple times. The too. first the first two plays was, uh, I mean, he he called out his mistakes like he 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 owned them. He, I know the second play he got he got obliterated and sacked, uh, but oh, after those couple plays, he kind of you know he he settled down and he, he's a tough guy. He was throwing little he's short passes. Guy. He was efficient. Bourne had a good game. He had four catches for sixty seven yards. If he didn't drop that big ball, it would have been a freaking that I don't a hundred yards. Yeah, game. for sure. So yeah. uh, they go in with Ayuk playing two catches and 21 yards. That wasn't yeah. – it was pretty – it was good to see him out there. But Jordan Reed – Hey, how about McKinnon getting his first TD in like four years or whatever it was? Uh, he had – he had a touchdown. Didn't he? You know, he had, he had a, isn't this his first – A rushing touchdown. Did he have a touchdown last he week? He did. Against Arizona, he had a touchdown. But that maybe this was his first rushing touchdown. It was cool, eh? My mistake. Yeah. There was uh, there was the 55-yard run on third and 31 that he broke out. Yeah. Yep. It was funny because, you know, he was the Jet, but he was like a freaking Cessna <laughs> towards the end of that run. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he wasn't fast, but it'd be, it'd be cool to see him this week because he'll, you know, he'll get a lot of touches. He's going to get some touches, yep. exactly. But they were efficient on third down as a team. They were 7 of 13, so that was good. Much better. They, they rolled him. Offensively, it looked good, but it should look good against the Jets, right? Yeah, I mean – they didn't do anything from an offensive perspective. They didn't do anything outside of their, their norm. 
And you see in the second half, they even got a little less creative on the offensive side and Kyle kind of brought it in a little bit. But, man, you know, if you're not prepared for that zone blocking, you can get embarrassed quick. And first play of the game that was awesome. is a, just a, a pitch zone, simple, not, you know, look, I can run probably – hundred of those plays uh, in film of what the 49ers have done over the last two years. And if, if your head's on a swivel, you're going to yeah. get, you're going to get trucked. So he had, he had an 80 yard run. Then he had a 55 yard run that got called back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Holding. I think that was McGlinchey had that hold. Freaking McGlinchey. He's off to a slow start, but it's preseason. So relax. <laughs> it's preseason. That's right. So offensively, this week it—I uh, don't know—it was—it was hard to enjoy what they were doing on the field, knowing what what had happened. Well, after I think it was the the game was the first within the first eight minutes. You're like, wow, we're off to the start. We're like, <laughs> we're going back to the Super Bowl, baby. And then Bosa gets hurt. And you're like, come on, man. You're like, why is this happening? And it takes you know so much joy. You're like. And I don't care. And I, I feel bad for guys like Saquon Barkley. and Because those are the guys you turn the TV on for. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like to watch a guy like Bosa play, it's such a, a joy to see how much better this person is than you ever played the position. <laughs> and you and you can respect that and you're in awe of that and just how good he is. And then, you know, he gone. It's just. It is what it is. It is what it is. So what else we got to talk about last? Oh. How about your boy, Jordan Reed? Okay, Jordan Reed. Big day. Seven catches. Two touchdowns. Looked, uh, looked fantastic. He was uh, – Amazing what happens in a tight end not getting doubled every play, <laughs> isn't it? Fighting for the ball. He took he... – Kittle's like, why can't you give me that coverage? <laughs> yeah. So that was definitely a positive thing. And he's probably uh, – what, what I see from that and, and what's probably going to – at least what I anticipate going into the Giants game – is much more 22 uh, formation from Kyle. So, in other words, you're going to – if Kittle plays this week, are we are – we, do we think Kittle's going to play? Nah, he's not going to – I mean, he's, he can play, but uh, what's the point? Yeah, you don't – we can't afford to get him on, you know, the year-long IR. Yeah. So, But when he comes back, they, they should be running a lot more 22 because – Reed looked like the best receiver on the on the team yesterday, <laughs> and you can run that double tight ends with Kittle, and that's why they really brought in Reed, so you could have like an offensive, really an offensive tight end that can play that slot. We talked about that our first week on this podcast, and 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 relieve some of that um, pressure uh, and those double teams that Kittle gets all the time. So. It's exciting to have to have him in the fold. What's not exciting is, like, I don't – who else? Who else is there? Well, I mean – And with, with that, talking about the two tight ends, the one thing that does start to, you know, look, gets me excited now that we've lost Bosa <laughs> is <laughs> Brendan Ayuk, if you notice the, one of the catches that he did make, he, he, took, he yeah. took it away from Kendrick Bourne. Like there was, there was two receivers. Somebody, yeah. somebody screwed up there. But Ayuk went in and said, "This is mine." And the Niners, the Niners, that's what they've been lacking, right? I mean, they got Debo, but when they get Debo back, he's a yeah. wide receiver than what Ayuk is. So yeah. 
if you have Ayuk and you have Depot and you have a Garoppolo firing, firing on all cylinders and you have the two tight ends, Kittle and Reed going. You have Reed, yeah. This, you and, know, and Bourne chiming in. Look, if Bourne makes 70 yards a game, I'm not going to be sad about that. You, you, you said he was going to have over 1,000 yards. Well, I said close. It's less than 1,000, <laughs> but he would, have, he would have 10 touchdowns. Right, but there's a receiver, and, and so yeah, we're behind. The bottom, okay, the, the bottom line is there's a lot of positive things, and as the week has gone on, I've I've gotten past everything, and now I'm looking forward. And they got to flip the script. They're gonna have you know, last year was a defensive team. Now they're gonna have to be an offensive team. They're gonna have to. Fortunately, rely, rely they're on the one offense. of the deeper teams in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. You know, in this year, we knew going into this year, this is going to be a wacky year. Didn't expect injuries. <laughs> but, you know, like this, you can't expect that, right? But this year, because of COVID and everything going on, it's going to be a wacky year. And, you know, the Niners are in the toughest division in football, unfortunately. The positive <laughs> is COVID years, we got an extra extra playoff spot, right? Yeah. So there's a, a little more opportunity to make the playoffs. And, you know, it, it, this division is just so ruthless. That's the problem. And you can't fall behind. Normally, if this was last year, I'd be like, man, they need to rest. They just want to just go home, man, forfeit the game, go get well, everyone get rubbed downs, you know, go get that Robert Kraft treatment for a couple weeks and, uh, and, then, and then do something else. But he, uh, they, uh, they can't afford, unfortunately, to fall two, three, four games behind in the West. You no. just can't. So going back to the game, we'll talk about the other side of the ball, going to defense. Defense, yeah. We can talk about defense. So your, you know, your star player gets hurt. Usually that's going to be a morale killer. And yeah. I'm not sure. It, I'm not sure. I think they, they reacted the right way. Like they stepped up. The, the people that came in, uh, that they did. That, Armstead, Armstead had a nice pass block yeah. defended on a screen. Um, what what I was concerned with is that it seemed like Sala had to keep bringing the blitz. I mean, Sala's blitzing I, looks like to me more this year than he did last year. And he's blitzing. He blitzed the first half on thirds, um, I think, three times. He had a, a couple run blitzes he threw in there early. They had that nice stuff on that third and one and then that fourth and one um, where Warner made that play yeah. along with, uh, well, along with Vaughn. So there were some positive things there. What I'm concerned with is again, not to harp on it, but without Bosa, especially they're not getting a whole lot of pass rush. They're not getting out of that four. They're not getting as much pass rush as you would hope. And that's why Sala is having to, be a little more creative, especially now, and he's going to have to get more creative um, on the defensive side of the ball because you got you got to you got to get pressure, especially on these young, crappy quarterbacks. That's the thing. You bring pressure and you try to knock them off their game. That's what they did with with Darnold. That's what they're going to do this week against the Giants. I don't see them playing hardly any different on a defensive standpoint than they did this last week, and especially with 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 uh, Saquon out. Right. I, the one thing I noticed on the defense is that they were really flying around. Even even when they brought in, you know, the, the backups, mm-hmm. they were playing. They were playing fast, and I don't know if it's a turf, but they looked good. Yeah, there's some DBs who made some nice plays. Yep. 
um, they were, they're, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I believe they were playing aggressive on that side of the ball. They were playing fast on that side of the ball, but so Warner, yeah. Warner, Warner is just he's playing well. He had twelve tackles, and I guess the one question mark now is how Quan Alexander's playing. Uh, I, I did, I did watch him on the recap. On I did see him, you know, taking bad angles again. Did the same thing against Arizona, missed tackles, but hopefully he gets right. Gets quick, you know. Gets right quick. Well, with, with Greenlaw dinged up, you really don't have a choice. Yep. Akella Weatherspoon. Uh not so much. Not so much. <laughs> yes, he didn't do. He didn't. Uh, he gets a lot of criticism, but he is like fifty-fifty. He had. He didn't do too bad, but then he did give up a couple plays, and the one at the end, he took a bad angle on the scramble out by Darnold and gave up the touchdown. Yeah. It's weird not having Sherman there, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you see that lo- those long dreads yeah. around the helmet and him, you know, at least kind of quarterbacking that defense. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just weird not having him around. So, all things considered, the injuries that they sustained on both sides of the ball, the game, to me, looking back at it, I liked it. It was uh, not the injuries. The, the effort was there is what you're trying to say. Yes, am I right? exactly. Thank you. Kyle, Kyle always has him playing hard for the most part. So I'm excited to see Ayuk play. I really am. I think that might be, that might be something that uh, really pans out. It's because I think he's in the right position because there's going to be a lot of focus on everybody else. Well, let's see what happens this week with Ayuk and then Reed and Bourne and um, – Let's see what they can manufacture on the road. You know, fortunately, they still have, you know, McKinnon, and they still have, you know, they still have players, right? They don't. They, yep. don't, they still have some players. They're gonna get. They're gonna get some of these guys back. Okay, they're gonna get as the season goes on, and it's just about riding the ship right now. Yep, and just and not going overboard and just <laughs> keep it going. And there's going to be things that happen with other teams. There's going to be other injuries they have. There's going to be things that are unpredictable. There's probably going to be a team that has to, like, you know, has got 10 COVID players or something. Like, something's (laughs) getting wacky. So, like, this is 2020, Andre. Everything can happen in 2020. Didn't you know that? It's a bizarro world. I I think I'm going to go buy a Russell Wilson jersey. You should. You know what? You should wear (laughs) Kyler Murray Murray jersey. And you should get a Wilson jersey. And a golf jersey. I never, I, I never, I never thought about it. I could be the, what? I could be the problem. That's that's that is the problem. Don't you know? <laughs> Please right. contribute to the Andre Toledo fund. <laughs> uh, can you uh, donate as much money to get him an opposing team's jersey? It doesn't. Even, good. It, it doesn't even have to be the stitch. Just give me the cheapy, the uh, iron yeah, on the, the 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 Ross store, the, the Marshalls <laughs> jersey. Um, All right. So what's going on? We're you know Giants this week, but I, I I'm just looking I, I I'm looking forward to the team getting out of there, you know, hopefully without any more injuries, get a W. Um, I don't think it's going to be as easy as this week. Looking back, um, yeah, yeah, the Jets yeah. the Jets were to be had, but. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Kind of in the same situation. So are you aware that Joe Judge is the head coach of the New York Giants? Joe Judge. Yeah, yeah. Joe Judge. So he's the uh, Patriots and uh, Alabama uh, lineage. I guess he's the, Guru. Yeah, the special teams 
good, special yeah. teams coach for the Patriots. And they were in the top 10. As good. A... <laughs> Hopefully they have a lot of good punts this week. <laughs> there you go. So the Giants D, they, um, what, they, they have a lot of names. They have Leonard Williams on the defensive line, Dexter Lawrence, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of number one draft picks. Uh, they didn't play they on defense. They didn't play crappy last week. Well, that's why I'm, I, I, you know, I keep hearing like, oh, it's you know, this is a, I, it is a team that's you know they're zero and two, but they're not playing that bad. I guess defensively, I they're they're um, allowed forty three points. They played the Bears and the Steelers. I don't, you know, I don't think it's going to be a, a rollover game. So you do have to, no, you have to be careful. Gonna be, it's going to be more difficult than this last week. Vegas, Vegas has it as a four point game. Do they know? So, do they know that Mullins is quarterbacking? Yeah, it went from. <laughs> I, I was watching the line and went. It went from four and a half to four when Garoppolo didn't practice on Wednesday. Okay. So with the anticipation of JG's not going to be there, is that why it's on four? I bet you it goes to three and a half or three before the game, just because people are going to go. You're going to start seeing all the names that are injured, and then. Start making some stupid mistakes. And bet <laughs> against the 49. So on offense, Daniel Jones is the quarterback. You know they just signed Devontae Freeman to replace mm-hmm. uh, Saquon Barkley. That's whatever. And yeah, whatever. Uh, Devontae was who's that? Who's that corner? They have a cornerback they just got right. What was that guy's name? It's a pretty decent guy. Or they brought in a a guy this year, a cornerback. A corner that I don't know. That I don't know. Next, uh, this. Talk about that after you get burnt this week twice. There you go. And then uh, Sterling Shepard, he's out. He's out. That's good. Okay, yeah. And Golden Tate, I saw was listed as a hamstring injury, but I don't see him um, – I don't see him listed anymore. So Golden Tate was always a 49er problem. Yeah. Yep. We are, that's those so uh, Seattle boys. As far as this game goes, a little of what we saw this week against the Jets would be just fine with me. Everyone getting in and out uh, without injury would be fantastic. I think the big news for the 49ers this week is Ziggy Ansah coming on board. That'll be good. And D line by committee. This week. It's simple for me. It comes down to one word, survival. Uh, literally, it just they need to survive without any more injuries. They need to come out of this game clean and with, and with a win. I don't care if it's by one point or 50 points. If they can come out with any win, I don't care how ugly it is, yeah. and, and survive, then they can fire up the jet and get the fuck out of the east coast man because that that place so this will be preseason week three (laughs) like well it cracks me up because i mean the the, the people that are gonna play like you got mckinnon jeff wilson they brought up uh jermichael hasty the running back he'll be in there d ford will not be Mm -hmm. in there um and we'll see what uh what uh, Javon Kinlaw can do because uh, he's he's playing well. He's hopefully he's going to get more snaps now uh, and kind of shift things around with this uh, defensive line by committee. Take advantage of yeah. the New York Giants. I, their offensive line it'd be good for it, it'll be a good test. Hopefully not a practice. Hopefully it's a freaking test and they 
they get home on Daniel Jones because that that has been the big thing that I've that I've uh, read is that Daniel Jones getting rushed. He's turned the ball over five times, whether it be three interceptions and two fumbles. Get in his face because. Yep. Yep. That's what I what did I mention earlier? Salah this week is going to blitz him. Show like that boy from Duke what's they're up. They're going to run more blitzes. What else do I got? What else well, you got? I guess uh, I'll retire the. Because I, again, I don't have I don't have anything more. I mean, this was the week. It, it reminded me of the the post Super Bowl couple days <laughs> where I didn't have any sports on. I didn't think. Like I didn't watch any game tape after this game. It was uh, such kind of such a bummer um, with the injuries that I I just I needed forty eight hours to like kind of regroup and and not think about football at all. And so I hope this week is going to be much different and a, a lot of good things to say about. You know, yeah. a lot of players on the team can now show their stuff. I mean, step up opportunities galore. Niners better get used to Sally not playing. <laughs> And better get used to Ford not playing because these guys aren't going to be there next year, right? The team's going to look a little different. Well, so the way some the of way these guys want probably not going to be there next year. He may so, he may have to be there next year. <laughs> well, he may he may be under glass. You know, he may we may have to protect him at yeah. some point with some bodyguards or, or something because I all mean, the he, time. he's he's injured all the time. Well, he's two he's two fifty. And he goes up, you know, he's a smaller, a slightly, maybe a step, a half, a quick quarter step, half yeah. step quicker than Bosa, but he doesn't have the strength Bosa. And so he gets, he gets dinged. Look, you're 250 going up against 350. I don't care what you're doing other than playing chess. You're going to get, you know, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Or you're, you're, so you you're got Deion Jordan. Uh, dinged your time. Sure. Deion, Deion Jordan, Ziggy answer. <laughs> Now's your time. You guys want to contribute, make some money? Let's go. See what happens. Got got to. Let's remain positive, man. We're we're one and as soon as they get past the preseason week four. What? You got the Giants, the Eagles, the Dolphins, and then it's the Rams. Then Jimmy, Jimmy Jesus comes in. Well, it takes Takes us to the promised land. I will not wear his jersey. Saves the day. Well, let's uh, with the theme of this week and trying to remain positive and getting through a depressed week and with all these things and moving yeah. forward. You know, it could be a lot worse, right? There was a guy this week who oh, died. No, I didn't hear this uh, one. Uh, from eating too much licorice. Did you hear this story? The guy, the, the guy was here. He died at like 56 years old. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at some point dying, but I mean, you ate a, a pound and a half <laughs> of black licorice every day for your life. You know, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. There's nothing I would be willing to eat over and over again day after day. Nothing. I have a list, a long list of ex girlfriends that can vouch for this. You know, if forced, if forced to eat something every day, Andre, what would it be? If you, were, if you had to eat the same thing every day, at least once I'm a day. I'm guessing I, I would go with uh, fish tacos. Yeah. Fish tacos, all right. 
Uh, I was thinking more of something <laughs> simpler, like a cheddar cheese or like a Slurpee, you know, something. Give me something easy because I got to suck on this thing and eat this thing every day. It better. I'm gonna, like if, everything if, else would get yeah. get really. If I'm gonna choose quick, for so you, I'm gonna make you eat. Things could be worse. <laughs> as long as you watch. <laughs> as long as you Facetime me while I take off a little piece at a time, and and then hold my head back like a little kid does, and like dangle it like a grape over my face. If I can, oh, if I can do sight. that, I'll, I'll be happy to do that for you every day if you want. The sight. All right. Well, I think that's about it. Let's uh, let's get the hell out of here, and uh, let's let's really hope for a better week all around for everybody in the United States, around the world, and in Absolutely. a red or Stay white strong, jersey. Brother. Okay. All right. Take care. All right. You too, brother. We'll talk soon.